Hi, I'm Christine Gilfillan. I'm the Associate Director at Burke's Women in Crisis. Welcome to our video and podcast series, The Place You Start. I'm really excited today because my guest on the recording is Gloria Rosado, who is a social worker at St. Joe's. And Gloria and I have been working together for almost 15 years. And Gloria worked at Burke's Women in Crisis before I did, which is longer than 15 years ago. So I'm, we've been doing a lot of work together in the healthcare arena over the last 10 to 12 years especially. So welcome to the program. Thank you. And I was hoping that you would share with our audience how you first became involved with Burke's Women in Crisis. This is our 40th anniversary. So we're having some of these conversations, how you first became involved and what you remember about that. Well, um, I first became involved as my first employment right out of college. I worked as direct services and that pretty much means we did anything and everything. I ran a woman support group. I did some advocate work in the courtroom getting PFAs for women. Um, I'd answer crisis calls and uh, at one point I had to do the women's support group and the batterers education group simultaneously, which was rough. Um, so not like literally at the same time, but no. you mean one night it was one thing and another Correct. night it was the Correct. other thing, which is challenging. Enough. Challenging and to stay objective while you hear the woman telling you her story of how she was assaulted and then going into the room with these gentlemen who were court ordered and some volunteered, very few volunteered, um, and hearing their piece. So it's been several years, many years, actually, um, before I joined the agency as an employee in 2001, since we did those better education groups, they were eventually taken over by other organizations, and now the county runs those groups yes. exclusively. So what you described was wearing all the different hats, yes. so many different hats, and we still do that. But not to the extent that you're describing. Like now we would have people, separate people who would go into the courtroom, legal advocates. And attorneys. And attorneys <laughs> and counselors who yes. run the groups. And then also shelter staff. So that's, I guess, just a sort of an illustration of how far we've come. Absolutely. In 40 years. Mm -hmm. So why don't you share with the audience a little bit more about how your work at St. Joe's ties into the work that we do together now. I am a social worker at the downtown campus for Penn State Health St. Joseph's and we have a pediatric clinic, an OBGYN clinic, residency program, and a family practice. So there are two social workers and we see patients from all four of the clinics. I happen to be co-chair of the Domestic Violence and Child Abuse Committee for St. Joe's and um, we also have a medical advocacy project with Burke's Women in Crisis where if there is a survivor of domestic violence or sexual assault, Burke's Women in Crisis will send a staff member to respond to that patient at the hospital, at the downtown campus, at any of our satellites, 24-7 pretty much. And I remember back in 19... 
well, around the year 2000, 2001, when we first started that 24-7 response, and then we went into the hospital and we asked to be able to do training and get all of those pieces together. Um, a couple of years ago, Burke's Women in Crisis identified our outreach to the healthcare community to be the most important area of outreach that we do. And I think that's for many reasons, because we already had so many great relationships in the healthcare community. And also because they're for, we are first responders, you are first responders truly 24-7. And it's that idea of being able to get victims into connected to the resources that they need. They're much, much more likely to see to meet you mm-hmm. before they meet us. So how fortunate for us that we have you and other people well-placed in the healthcare system who have worked for us previously or just have that experience and that knowledge that's so critical. Absolutely. It's comforting to a woman to know that there are resources that she can speak to someone, that there is counseling at Berks Women in Crisis, that they don't have to leave right away, that they don't have to go get a PFA because after all it is just a piece of paper and and some people will respect or have fear of that piece of paper while others don't care. Um, but it's nice for them to know that at any time they can call and there will be a friendly voice on the other end of the line or at the shelter or even be willing to come to their location to see them. So what do you think the most important, what are some of the most important things that you think we've been able to accomplish by meeting with the two task forces, one at the main campus of Penn State St. Joe's and the more recently formed task force at the downtown campus? I think that the most important thing is keeping in mind that in healthcare there's a lot of stress and turnover as well and that it requires a lot of work on both of our ends to train and retrain and retrain over and over and over all new staff and remind people that Berks Women in Crisis isn't just a facility where you can shelter someone, but there are many, many other services for these women and children. Right, and that's one of the most challenging things to mm-hmm. get out there. So, in all of the people that I've talked with for the podcasts and the videos, one of the questions we've talked about is what what personally connects them. I mean, what's the what's the personal thing, or what is the thing for you? You're so passionate about helping victims of domestic violence and sexual assault. What is it that keeps you going as far as that passion goes, or what is it that fuels that passion, do you think? Safety. Safety for all peoples, for women and for children. Um, When I was six years old, I lost my mother to domestic violence, and at the age of six, I didn't know what domestic violence was, let alone they were two words. Um, But... To know that there are services, that there are people who care, that there are people who can advocate and try to change the stigma and try to change the laws and the way that our society continues to look at women and children. Well, I want to um, just thank you for for being willing to share what part of what makes it so personal for you. I'm really sorry for your your loss. I know we've talked about this a couple of times in the past. A lot of us have had losses due to domestic violence. Sometimes we talk about them, sometimes we don't 
talk about them. It's really difficult. So Mm -hmm. we really appreciate that. And I think that possibly that experience that happened to you combined with the passion that you bring to social work and the long history that you have with the agency is what makes you such a valuable person in this web of care that we try to create thank you through burke's women in crisis so thank you so much for agreeing to come in today and for letting everybody know about how better about how we connect to the healthcare community thanks a lot thank you for tuning in to the place you start we have guests stopping by each week check in again for more stories at burkeswomeninchrisis.org And be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter.